0: Hi, I'm Hayden and welcome to Skillpoint, the podcast on a mission to level up the recruitment marketing industry. We dig deep into insights, tactics, successes, and failures from leading experts in and outside of the industry. So what are you waiting for, let's get going. Hello. And welcome to the first episode of um, this mini segment that I'll be doing throughout the months with Skillpoint. And we're calling this one bonus level. So you're stuck with me for um, around 20 minutes and I'll just be talking through some strategy tips, um, insights and sort of a value adding uh, content that I think is especially relevant for recruitment agencies going into 2023. The whole idea of this is I'm just going to impart some of the knowledge and potentially talk about um, stories and things that I've been learning over my sort of journey and career helping out uh, recruitment agencies um, before in the years and thoughts and processes, but where we want to go into the future and some things that you may have not thought about or some just value adding tips that you know can help you ultimately level up the recruitment marketing. As we are a website provider here at Search Stack, as well as a marketing agency. Um, one of the first things I wanted to talk to you about in the bonus episode, the bonus, the the bonus level, is recruitment websites. How can we push it to the next level? Um, we're having a lot of conversation recently uh, with owners coming into the new year who want to really upgrade their website, and that's fantastic. Um, But a lot of the time we'll look over websites or we'll look over um, plans and agendas and briefs and find that a lot of the things um, that we think are critical to a recruitment website are missed off. So I thought I'd give you five of my top um, tips to think about if you're going through a website redesign um, and hopefully implementing some of these will help bring... uh, a little bit of an extra level to, to what you've got going on so when it's such a competitive landscape out here um the website needs to just be an integral part of your business uh, as we're going into recession and the competition continues to grow um making your website not only beautiful uh well with good copywriting nice design um and kind of matches the sector you're working but it needs to be a strong amount of utility um and a and this chap called Hussein L O R C who wrote the Innovators' Handbook and is an innovation expert, talks about this term that he's used in his projects called "utility," and that really resonated with me um, because that is something that we try and do here with websites. And I think the whole utility aspect is what I'm going to be talking about here today. Um, so the first one is digital transformation as a company. And what do I mean by that? I mean, you need to be getting away from the archaic, the analog ways of working and start bringing your recruitment agency into the digital way of working. And that's through automation, but also connecting up applications and your team together to be able to make the most use of your time uh, and a seamless customer experience for clients and candidates. And one of the best ways to do this is integrating it with your website. Um, So this is a real simple quick tip here. It's just working on getting your applicant tracking system, whether you're using something like Broadbean or Adobe, or your CRM connected up to your website. So you've got your jobs automatically posting out, applications come through um, and work like that. There's also things if people are using particular CRMs, you can put in custom forms. um, So it's all connected and there's some kind of like um, connectivity and customer experience cycle going on there. That makes the first step really important because if you don't get this um, then you've kind of doubling the amount of work keeping the website updated. The second one is social proof and case studies on your websites. So a lot of the time we'll see a simple uh, testimonial, that's fine, that's good, but uh, we really want to be taking it to the next level and putting in uh, KPIs and sort of processes to be able to implement a case study with close clients um, and happy clients. Um, So you can really show off, uh, you know, the great work you've done. And then if you've got any potential customers on your website, they can resonate with some of the stories, um, some of the work that you've done and see and imagine that working for them. Um, And it just, a lot of the time, you just need to think of your customer, they'll have a bunch of, um, issues that you need to try and overcome with the copy and the case studies so it's just breaking down those barriers and they'll do that themselves so when they do come in contact with you um you've answered a lot of their queries um without without even knowing it Um, and case studies is one of the most important ways to do this um it's a great way to show any potential buyers that you've got this experience especially as you build one out um some agencies with multiple sectors will have like dynamic filtering to show between the different sectors and connecting up the case studies with the sector pages works really well as well. Having good logos on your, on your website is going to build that market reputation showing that you're working with um, some really interesting brands um, and you've done good work for them. Um, and, like I, and like I said, getting this right is important and putting in a process is important um, so what are some of the things that you should conclude in the case studies because it can easily just be a quick job but it shouldn't be you should work with your developer to build out a very nice looking um, standardized template that then you can just drop in the information um, and that's what we do so some of the things you want to talk about are the sector uh, where you've worked, of course, location, time to hire and the service offering. So you can start to break it down into, you know, who, who bought what and how that helped them. Um, but some other things I would, I would definitely recommend is integrating it with your team's pages. So who is the lead consultant, um, who worked on that and, um, And this helps you build out their individual profile. And I'll lead on to this section um, for the third point in a a second. Um, But another thing you want to do is a bit of storytelling with each case study. So you want to talk about the challenge, the solution and how you overcame it um, working with the client. And then finally you do put those testimonials in. Ideally you get one from the the candidates um, placed as well as the client. Um, And if you've got that full mix of all that information um, you can create something that's quite compelling. Um, and it, as, as I said, put in a process to get that built and work with your developer to get a section built on there. And then making sure that it's in every single place that it needs to be. Um, so then, you know, you've got great social proof across your website. The third one is, like I said, it's going to lead me onto to this point. Um, and the point I made was connecting it up um, to the lead consultant. So a lot of the time what we'll do is, we create consultant pages with massive amounts of utility. Think of it as a mini profile, a mini social media profile that they've got on their website, on your website. And um, the way that we do this, the way that we sort of thinking about this is, they use that consultant page for business development needs. Um, when they're connecting over LinkedIn messaging, and when they're emailing, all the information is on that consultant page. So that's what they're sending. So this works in twofold. It gives them a place where they feel like they've got all the information they need and it's not fractured all over the place and it's consistent messaging. But then it also brings more traffic because then you're turning your consultants in basically a team of mini marketers for you really. Um, And it brings the traffic to your website. So they might go on there to see the consultant story or book a meeting on them but they may still be on there on that tab and they may flick around read a case study look at some blog content um listen to a podcast you've got on there uh, and then stay on there for a while and slowly get convinced about your product offering um so yeah that that's uh, you know how do we do this how do we make the consultant page as much of a utility as possible well there's a few things um you want to connect it up to a booking app like handedly um i know hubs have one um and i'm sure a couple of other um elements out there i think teams has its own booking system so having either an embedded form or a link through to book a meeting makes that super helpful for the consultant and it allows you as uh, the director or the marketing manager or the ops person to track you know how many meetings are getting booked in um and what source they're coming from so you can kind of attribute some action to the website and make sure it's doing its job um obviously the contact details links to things like online messaging um and being able to contact that consultant very easily And what i mean by online messaging is things like the links to their teams or their zoom um, and things like that you kind of want to think about and you can talk to the consultants like how much communication what do they send on a regular basis talk them through their process and make sure all that content is on the consultant page for them there to just show off and send people to um and like i said go back to step two connect them up with their case studies make sure that the jobs that they've done or uh, testimonials are on there so to show that their you know their proof of of work is there and that they're doing a good job for many clients and and logos Um And then the, the, I'll break this down again to storytelling. You kind of want their biography, you know, where they've come from, their experience, who they are, what their interests are, because people buy people. So if you can kind of create some kind of connection there, then that's great. And to really level that up, you kind of want to, you'd like the best option is to go and get a video of them talking about their experience, who they're looking for, um, where they've come from, what they're looking to do and have that on the profile and that kind of all encompassing um storytelling utility connection um blogs they've potentially written the case studies the social proof all that together creates a very strong page um for them to then just just use on a regular basis because they can only do so much on linkedin um so if you've got somewhere that's branded looks good and uh has a job it needs to do then that can work extremely well for you um and some of our clients have implemented this if you look at the google analytics um you can see a lot of the profile pages rising up the ranks where they're just doing that job they're just sending it out it's just part of the process but it's actually bringing massive amounts of traffic to the website and then you can go and see the user journey of them going to the about because they 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 resonate with the story they see some more of the team then they go and look at the service pages and you can start and see like these user journeys and they've just come from that business development so, if you don't have something like this integrated, then you're missing out on a huge trick um, and I definitely recommend it's something that you implement The fourth one and I'll just cover this one quickly um something that we've been seeing working quite well is having insight hubs on the website, just going a little bit beyond having a blog um e- podcasting, mailer lists, um white papers, ebook downloads, all things kind of like that being in this like nice um branded insight hub that either has its own target audience mapped out um and you can break it down between the client and the candidate as well because they they will resonate with different um content so it's actually trying to find a way to break that down a little bit and split them out uh, and use that content so it's not just for seo it actually has some purpose and when you start getting in the process of building this content and building this insight hub out um you're not only resonate with your audience that are going on the website, then you've also got stretchable content that you know the consultants can use, the whole team can use uh, for social media activity. The fifth one is to properly map out your product offering um, and start to think about how you actually affect the life of the client um, in terms of copy and what you write um, and how you come across with the content on the site. A lot of the time um, websites we take over, They'll just be talking about what they do and that's great. You know, of course include that the sector specialism, the service offering and things like that, but you kind of want to take a step back and put your mind in that of the client. And again, like I said, you can do research and figure this stuff out, qualitative research, pick up the phone to them and call them and ask questions. Um, but you want to get into that mindset of how your solution will impact them in their business life. And we, a tip we do a lot of the time is, is the why. So why you keep asking why further down, you keep breaking it down. So for example, um, you want this client to sign up to your website or submit a lead form. Why? Because they want to use your services. Why? Because that will make their business work better um, and that will give them more opportunities, more growth. Why? because they can't find it themselves they're frustrated why because then that's affecting their home life and things like that and the more granular you get down the more that you can kind of figure out some talking points some reasons why your website and your product offering um, will solve that and if you can talk about that then that makes your proposition quite powerful and and it starts to convince and break down those barriers so those are my five top tips um I've got some bonus tips as well, thinking about it. And, um, the next one is, uh, all about call to actions. And this is kind of what I'll, I'll finish up on. Cause we see it super under, underutilized. And if you don't have strong call to actions that are unique to each buyer journey, um, then you're missing out on potentially leads, um, uh, people making inbound inquiries. Um, so yeah, so the first one is, uh, let's, let's break down candidates um the call to action for candidates I usually see and what we see work well is it's offering some kind of candidate network so it's rebranding um an email newsletter or some kind of like mini community that you're building um because a lot of the time and again like I said do the research talk to them find out what they're interested in what their pain points are what their challenges are what their growth plans are um and then get that information and start to build a bit of a candidate community because then you can create content that uh, resonates with them on a regular basis and you can send out for example a regular newsletter um, but it should you know stay at the point that you're you're in this network we'll we'll contact you if we find jobs that are right for you um you can share regular salary advice uh, you can share insights about how they've level up their career how they can be better you may even put a bit of money behind it and do regular events or options or offer to partner with um companies in the space to offer um training and support and all things like that creating some kind of community um and way for them to just quickly sign up all they need to do is put in their email and then they're in your talent pool um and then you can kind of lean back on this talent community and then when you go and do the propositions and the pictures to clients you can say look we've got a talent pool of thousands of regular candidates who are constantly engaging and we're getting these insights and they're saying this and no other competitor has that we do so this is we can just pull from these people without us needing to go source too hard because we know exactly who's right for this job because we're engaging in this community um, that's a bit of work but it's kind of if even if you just start to put in the uh, the groundwork to implement something like that then you're going to have a really good proposition there the second one is the call to action for clients um, the best way, best way to think about this, again, is do your research first. I would definitely recommend that. And the research is just picking up the phone, finding that challenges, what's important to them at the moment, growth plans, um, objectives, timeframes. The things we see work um, are health check tools um, where they can just fill in information to get a bit of a talent insight report, um, salary surveys, ebooks, books um, one one-on-one. Calendly calls to sort of have a bit of a strategy session. Um, that kind of thing works. So, so stress testing what their business looks like or giving them really valuable actionable advice. Um, and then the other call to action for it is sort of implementing, if you're doing podcasting or blogs or all or the, or the good content that you've done, having that inside your client page. So then it kind of shows expertise in the market or um, or if you've got guests who are big hitters in the market, then you can, you've got your their names popping up when they're looking at your client page. Um, And that works quite well. And then you add call to actions within, within the, uh, within the downloadable content to contact you, a QR code, a link to candidly to book a meeting, um, a link to a webinar, something along the lines of that. Cause you want to get them there at live events. That's that's when they're fine, giving their email, um, whether it's a online event or or things like that. That's the way that you probably want to do that gating and that lead generation. But things like eBooks, you put time and effort, make the content great because you want them to read it because the whole purpose of this is that they're going to, they're going to grow their insights, their, their value, um, that you're offering them and, um, they're going to then think about you when they're, when they're in that crunch time to make that decision about finding a partner to work with. But you've completely missed your chance if you gate it. So those, those are my top tips. Um, what I'll do is I'll create a notion, um, document with some of these tips in it, and I'll break them down a little bit more. Um, and the link to that will be on the website. So all you need to do is go to search slash skill hyphen point. Um, and it will be one of the latest blogs. Um, and you can just download it there. But like I said, these are just some of the points. Um, There's a whole other side of it in terms of brand strategy, positioning, messaging, um, and just the look and the feel um, that really then ties it all together. But these, these are the sort of the tips for creating utility with your website and making it a um, stronger proposition and making it work for you as a company. So if you liked this, if you thought these tips were good if you're implementing let me know and um, feel free to contact us if you want to talk about your website um, and discuss it your process at the moment and um, you know if this if this or any other podcast uh, resonates with you please like and subscribe and um, yeah give us a follow because it helps immensely thank you